0: Welcome to Slice of Life, because a bite was not enough. You've listened to Brenda's bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another live edition of Slice of Life on this gorgeous Saturday morning, and I'm so excited because it is finally the NFL season, and it'll give you at least a little sense of normalcy in these crazy COVID times. I hope you're faring well during the pandemic. It's uh, obviously an unusual time for everybody and we're all adjusting to whatever we consider the new normal. Uh, But it's great to, uh, to have some normalcy in the sense that our show is up and running. It's live, which is relatively new. I'm broadcasting from home from the, what I call the BBC, the Brenda Broadcast Center. So welcome to Slice of Life. And your calls are welcome too, because we have two very interesting guests. In the first segment, we'll talk with Jim Scott, who is with People, Inc. And People, Inc. is celebrating 50 years. They are Western New York's leading health and human services agency, best known for their services and advocacy for people with developmental disabilities, as well as services for older adults, health services, and affordable housing and we're really interested to delve into what's happening um, in terms of helping folks with disabilities find employment, especially uh, during this unusual time. Later, we'll talk with Donna Littlefield about the sizzling Western New York uh, real estate market. Donna is the 2020 president of the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors. And she'll join us live uh, in about 15 minutes or thereabouts. But in the meantime, it is a pleasure to welcome for the first time to Slice of Life, Jim Scott, who is the Associate Vice President of People Inc Jim, good morning.
1: Good morning, Brenda. Thank you for having me.
0: Pleasure to have you on board. And uh, congrats to People Inc a half century in business. That's got to feel good.
1: It sure does. And I think a lot of credit goes to the workforce that we have and the direct support professionals who deliver services and and care for and support everyone that that we support and serve.
0: And certainly what you do is a key part of that, Jim. Uh, Tell us more about PeopleLink's vocational services, business solutions. How does it work? And uh, I imagine there are a lot of benefits for folks who have disabilities, but also for businesses as well.
1: There are. It's sort of a win-win situation when we look at this. So regardless of a person's physical or cognitive disability, They have the right to equal employment opportunities and one of the things People Inc's vocational and business solutions does um, is really rooted in that philosophy and so our goal is just to help people with disabilities find a job that's suitable to everyone's specific interests strengths and abilities
0: and makes perfect sense
1: yeah yeah And so besides providing a quality product to our customers which I think we can talk about in a little bit equally important is the opportunity that um, our business enterprises provide to those who we serve so The jobs created through our business solutions, they're competitive and integrated, and they provide real wages to the people we serve. And I think one of the true benefits of that, later on, I'd like to touch upon the the benefits to businesses, but the benefits to our community is as people begin to get wages, they can begin to spend that money in their community. And so, you know, the ancillary effect is, is pretty great.
0: Right. You have a little injection of money, especially at a time that's very difficult for many businesses as they navigate through the pandemic right now. Um, but sure. Jim, in terms of um, of what you do and, and others that people like, how do you prepare people with disabilities for different jobs, and and what types of jobs would they typically uh, work in?
1: Sure. So um, to answer your last question first, the types of jobs that they work in would be the types of jobs that any of us work in. And so um, whether it be entry level, skilled trades, uh, so there's really no specific industry that, that we work with. Uh, we work with a whole broad array. But one of the things we try and do is um, through skills assessment and job placement, maybe some vocational counseling, uh, and I think one of the important aspects of our services is, is that uh, retention services. So even after the individual becomes successful, uh, the relationship doesn't end because there's lots of factors that come into play. As we've all experienced change in supervisors, change in job duties, and so we're there to support the individual long-term. Uh, one of the things we're lucky to do is we're able to braid some of our business solutions and provide an opportunity for the job seekers we have uh, to give them different work experiences that assist in, in career exploration. So um, it's just nice to be able to utilize both our employment services and our business solutions, you know, to lead to a successful outcome.
0: Absolutely, Jim. It sounds like you have it covered from all ends. And, you know, I think it's important to point out, PeopleLink covers a huge swath of the area, uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, where your services are offered in terms of the counties, and even into uh, Monroe County, from what I understand in Rochester?
1: Sure. So, as, as you said, we're we're a very large agency. We serve approximately 10,000 people, and those 10,000 people are served across nine counties in Western New York. So, you, know, you think of Erie, Niagara. You had mentioned Rochester, so Monroe County. Uh, we're beginning to expand our services there pretty significantly. Um, And across that geographic region, we uh, have nearly 4,000 employees and and over 200 locations.
0: Wow, that's uh, mind-boggling. I think a lot of people don't realize uh, the scope of your agency and the numerous things that uh, PeopleLink provides. Uh, No wonder you've been around for 50 years and I'm sure 50 more years to come. Any questions for Jim, please feel free to call 803 803-1520, we'll be happy to take your calls and comments. And uh, if you know of anybody who works at People, Inc., uh, somebody with a developmental disability who is employed and would like to tell the story, or if you're a business out there looking to hire somebody with a disability, uh, please feel free to call or any question for that matter about People, Inc. Jim, you're a VP there. How long have you been at the agency?
1: I'm celebrating 24 years this year. It's, uh, wow been my so since I graduated college
0: congratulations to you I mean in, in today's day and age it's tough to <laughs> be employed any place for that period of time almost half of the uh, history of people link
1: yeah yeah it's fortunate we have a great CEO and Rhonda Frederick and our senior leadership team is is doing a lot to be creative and, and navigate you know as times change.
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, Rhonda's been on the show a number of times, and I know you have an excellent communications department with Nicole Forjone and others uh, in that department as well. Um, Yeah, we're really fortunate. Yes, for sure. Uh, I wanted to ask you specifically, you know, during uh, these unprecedented times with COVID-19, does People, Inc. offer anything unique for businesses?
1: Certainly. So currently we're helping businesses to properly sanitize and provide uh, carpet cleaning in addition to janitorial services. Um, obviously we need to follow CDC guidelines and there's lots of new emphasis, um, on touch point disinfecting. So light switches, doorknobs. And so part of our scope of service is increased with our external customers to ensure that we're, that we're appropriately and accurately, uh, you know, killing any COVID related, uh, diseases. On surface and you,
0: particularly. I see. And obviously you want to keep the staff safe, your clients, and those who work at the given uh, employer.
1: Certainly, yeah. Yeah, because our crews, they're out working 24-7. Uh, we have crews that work in the evenings, during the day, overnights, and on the weekends. And so we want to ensure their safety is, is certainly paramount, but then also making sure that we're meeting the, the needs of our uh, business partners.
0: Yes, definitely. Well, it's good to know that you offer those types of sanitizing services uh, services uh, to various businesses throughout our area. Uh, we do have a caller on the line at 803-1520, Michelle from Lancaster. Good morning, Michelle. Welcome. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question. I'm from the Lancaster area, and um, I work within a manufacturing business. Um, there's other manufacturing businesses in our area that I believe – have some folks from People, Inc., in doing some kind of um, packaging work. Do you do that in this area, and how do I go about learning more about that?
1: Sure. Hi, Michelle. Is that with two L's or one?
0: It is with two.
1: Two, great. Yeah, so besides what you said, uh, we do offer a variety of services, not just in your geographic area but throughout Erie and Niagara counties. And we can provide assembly like manufacturing, packaging, heat sealing, uh, sorting, and labeling. And, uh, you know, we have a flexible workforce that's here to meet your needs. And so I certainly encourage you to, to reach out. Uh, we can be, be reached at 817-5750. And I would love to uh,
0: great thank you. you in
1: any way possible.
0: 817-5750, right, Jim?
1: That's correct. Area code 716.
0: Yep. Gotcha. Very good. Um, I understand, though, that you've branched out in other areas to assist local businesses. Uh, What about contract manufacturing, Jim? Is that what you were referencing just now with Michelle?
1: Yeah, yeah. So our teams can help uh, local businesses in a number of different ways. Uh, We can complete assembly and disassembly, packaging, labeling. Uh, Perhaps businesses would like to find an alternative to temp agencies, so we can help Mm -hmm. meet their fluctuating production demands. One of the things that I think sets our contract manufacturing apart is we, we can either bring the workforce to you, and so uh, we can bring a workforce to your work site and help satisfy your, your manufacturing needs there, or we can take that work in-house and, and uh, you know, deliver it back to you finished.
0: You know, I love what you said about the alternative to temp agencies because there's so many, and you wonder, gee, which one should I call? Which ones are reputable? Do they really know what they're doing? But here at People, Inc., you have a track record, Uh, with people who show up for work and are trained and are probably very happy to have a job in this, especially in this tough economic environment. Do you find that your workers are dependable?
1: For sure. And I think that's one of the things that sets us apart is our stable uh, workforce. And that uh, in addition to being stable and reliable, we also have, um, it's extensive. And so uh, we always have you know, you, you always say in, in sports, you need to have a bench. And so I think we really have a deep bench that we're working to prepare uh, to take over uh, as needed.
0: Yes, uh, very, very good point. Uh, back to the phone lines, Kyle from Amherst is checking in. Good morning, Kyle.
1: Hi, Brenda. Um, gosh, I love your show, and I'm so glad that you're back on the air. I really, really missed it uh, for, for a few months. But
0: Thank you um, so much, Kyle.
1: Um, I have a question for Jim. Um, uh, he mentioned uh, that he has carpet cleaning. Um, I own a small business in the Buffalo area, and for our offices, we have used a nationally known company in the past and, to clean our carpets In that. And I was just wondering, does, do, does People Inc. do the same type of work, or do they have a different type of uh, system to clean the carpets? Nope. That's a great question, Bob, and one we get often. Uh, we use the exact same equipment and product as, as any company that, that you might utilize to clean your business. Um, and we've actually won competitive bids against both nationally and locally recognized companies. And I'll just give you a quick example of this: is we have the contract to clean all the carpets at all the gates of the Buffalo Niagara International Airport. And so it's you know next time for any of the listeners who are walking through the airport, look down and and see how amazing those carpets are and that was done by people in carpet cleaning Uh, but more importantly it's done with a diverse and and capable workforce
0: kyle any follow-up uh
1: no that that was good i I, I was listening and um of course i have to listen to it on the radio it was breaking up on my phone so i I really i couldn't really understand but um um, well, or g- like give me a call know, at 817- 817 like and I'll certainly be happy to, to explore uh, what could lie ahead.
0: Excellent. Kyle, thanks so much for checking in. I appreciate your kind words as well. And Jim, before we close, uh, I do want to talk just a little more about the benefits uh, of what filling an open job means to somebody with a disability and how it benefits the employer as well.
1: Sure. So one of the unique things about employment services is is we sort of view it as having two customers. One is obviously the job seeker and the individual we serve, but equally important in that relationship is, is the business. And so the benefit to the business really focuses around three points. One is a return on investment. And so those businesses that employ people with disabilities, they can, uh, they're gonna see lower costs, higher revenues, and increased profits. And obviously we don't have the time to, to expand on that now, but the other is marketing. And so customers with disabilities and their families, they represent a trillion dollar market segment in the United States. And so uh, a large number of Americans prefer to patronize businesses that hire people with disabilities. And then lastly is innovation. And so the key component to any business's success is to innovate and to move forward. And so employees with disabilities bring unique experiences and perspectives that help to transform a workplace. And so those three benefits, I think, are are the most uh, beneficial.
0: You know, and and Jim, it's no coincidence that your agency's been in business for 50 years, so it sounds like uh, you folks know how to innovate and advance through tough times. Uh, And if anybody's interested in the Vocational Services Department at PeopleLink, the number to call is area code 716-817-5750. Jim, Scott, what a pleasure to talk with you. Congratulations on all the work you do at PeopleLink, and thanks so much for taking time on a Saturday morning to join us.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me, Brenda. It's a pleasure to meet you.
0: I look forward to uh, talking with you again down the road on Slice of Life. And more information uh, can be had at the phone number that I mentioned, 817-5750, or at people-inc.org. Much more to come here on Slice of Life. We're going to uh, go to an open house. We'll check out what's happening in the very busy housing market right here in Western New York right after this. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. Well, thank you very much, Sandy Beach, and what a pleasure it was to be at Sandy and Bernadette's wedding last weekend. Uh, It was a lovely, lovely ceremony, and I wish uh, the newlyweds many years of health and happiness together. I was honored to be there and uh, celebrate the special day of Sandy Beach and Bernadette Pollock. Well, we are back on the air, live here on Slice of Life on this Saturday morning. And I welcome Donna Littlefield. Donna is the 2020 president of the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors. And boy, what a year it's been. Good morning, Donna. Good morning, Brenda. Nice to have you on board. And uh, you know, it's September is Realtor Safety Awareness Month. Uh, I'm looking at your beautiful face on the BNAR.org website. And it's right there on the front page about uh, how quickly the, the year has gone for you and how important it is for realtors to maintain safety as they show homes and try to sell homes in this unusual time. What has it been like for you? And and what is the safety measures that you're taking? What are the safety measures?
2: So we we actually have classes that inform agents, especially new agents, on how to protect themselves and um, safety precautions when you're out, especially when you're showing homes. So I think the biggest thing, for agents in general to be aware of, and and we are, most of us are, is to have a pre-meeting. So if you get a phone call and somebody wants to go look at a home, you have a pre-meeting at the office. You meet them at the office. I normally get a copy of their license uh, and get them pre-approved at the same time. This way uh, I have all the background I need on them. We uh, have a relationship and we've seen each other. The big mistake that some Uh, realtors make is meeting somebody that they've never met before at a house and sometimes those are vacant homes so we have to just be careful all the way around i mean i believe if i'm not mistaken that we are top five in the most dangerous fields out there um I, i don't know if i'm wording that correctly but we have to be careful in all aspects the other thing that we do or at least that i do and i know a lot of my fellow agents do is we uh have a tracking device on our phone so your uh, significant other, your partner, your team member, whomever, uh, can know where you're at at all times. And I usually tell my husband, here's where I'm going, even if I've I've known them, so that you can track where I am. It's super simple to do that on your uh, smartphone. There's a lot of ways to protect yourself, but you you have to do it.
0: Well, and, and thank goodness for technology, right, Donna, that you have more tools at your disposal in today's day and age, well, it's certainly a challenging time. At least there's some technology that can ensure that you're staying safe. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. And it's an important thing to talk about. Um, in addition to you know personal safety and the risk of you know, doing what you do for a living, you're now facing another obstacle, the whole COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm which really, you know, dictates that you you have to use safe showings and open houses, safe practices. How has that been implemented this year, Donna?
2: Well, that's a big question. So we have been, at least, you know, I have been in the muck of this from the beginning as far as what we're supposed to do and what we're not supposed to do for obvious reasons. Um, It's been challenging, to say the least, because every day it changes it's, it's such an uh, evolving crisis uh, pandemic so we have been especially agents we have been trained very very well i wouldn't say trained we know what to do uh, according to the cdc measures and according to uh nysar and nar and really it's, a, it's across it's across the globe so we're very we're very prepared in showing homes And we're also very prepared in listing homes. So the safety measures that we take are pretty much above and beyond. Of course, we wear our masks, that's to say the least. Most homes are supplied with, and if they're not supplied with, we supply them with uh, hand sanitizers and wipes. Um, We make a certain area uh, for the agents to come in. We have directions as you walk in the door on what you can and can't do, leave doors open. Uh, is what we advise our sellers to do. Leave your doors ajar, uh, cupboards, anything you want to leave ajar. So we touch um, nothing. Lights are left on or we don't turn them on. The same with who we bring into the home. And minimal is, I, I only like to bring two in. And really that's all about what the seller wants. And then things are wiped down if they're touched. So we're—it it is actually working very well. We are very successful in it. Everybody's following the rules and regulations. We're selling homes.
0: It sounds like you have uh, your new normal. We talk about that with every industry, uh, Mm. Donna, but certainly it sounds like you have it down to a science, the way everything is set up and what to do and the protocols. Uh, I really salute you for doing that because these are unprecedented times, as everybody knows. Uh, But you're still selling, too. Not only are you the president of the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors, You're a working realtor, so you've got your hands full. But I do want to ask you about the, as I referred to it earlier, the sizzling real estate market in Western New York. How do you see the market right now? Is it still as hot as it's been? Yes.
2: I don't think that the market has changed in the least. It's just gotten more aggressive. The buyers never went anywhere. You know, they're looking for a home. They'll do do whatever you want them to do. Uh, you tell them to put a mask on, they'll put five masks on. They just want <laughs> to get in and buy, and buy a home. So it's it's become very aggressive. And, of course, because the market's so skeletal, and it's been skeletal, this is not um, anything new. Our market's been extremely skeletal for the past, I don't know, five-plus years. And this has only made it a little bit worse. So we've got, you know, a bowl full of buyers and, and a cup full of sellers. But that's been, you know, that's that's been our normal for a long time. Now we're dealing with, you know, I have one house and we have 35 buyers. So they're selling probably, you know, fair market value and above and selling quickly. And not all sell. I think everybody puts their house on the market with that thought in mind. Wow, they're getting 50 offers and so will we. You got to price, you have to price your house properly. Uh, The market isn't stupid. So um, it's very steady as far as you know, work goes, I'm, I'm busy and happily busy and they are very, uh, everything is running smoothly and we are selling, you know, like nobody's business. So it's very, it's a very tough time, but you know, we do have it down and we have it down well. And if you're working with your realtor, you she will have it or he will have all the instructions for you to get your house ready and get it on the market. The other problem, Brenda is having a seller has, where are they going, right? So they need to have somewhere to go. And I think we talked about this before, but I'll mention it again. For sellers, there is what we call a reverse contingency. Mm-hmm. You could put your house on the market, right? But you uh, you allow the agents and, and, and the market to know that I've got nowhere to go. So I'm going to put my house on the market, but I need to find suitable housing. So that allows me to sell your home and the buyer that comes in whether they be renters or hey I can give you time allow you time to find a home you're not homeless and of course it, you know you go back to the drawing board in 30 days you know did you find a house yet if you haven't found a house yet the buyers can walk away but the seller's never out of a home so it gives you more buying power to do that get your house in the market get it sold you have a sold contingency, and now you can buy with a little more buying power because contingent buyers are almost—you know, its it's just don't even bother. It just doesn't exist. At least
0: that, not in. That the is truck, such the an important market. point, Donna. Uh, mm-hmm. Excuse me for interrupting you, but you know no, that yeah. is—I'm I'm so glad you brought that up because people sometimes think, well, I, I've got to get my house on the market, but you also have to have a place to live. It's—it's it's a two-pronged approach. Mm. And the other thing too is that I. People think that
2: once they put their house on the market, they're forced to sell their home. Well, nobody can force you to sell your home. You know, I've had a couple of uh, my sellers put their house on the market. and We we couldn't find anything. So they postpone it. They withdraw it. They put it into a temporary mode and, and go back to the drawing board when they feel that, you know, it's it's OK. You need you need to have the skills and the knowledge when it comes to, to your buyers and your sellers to make them comfortable in the process and also make sure they're not homeless in the process.
0: Absolutely. Donna Littlefield, 2020 president of the Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors, a trade organization with more than 3,300 members based right here in western New York. Very informative website. uh, And you'll see Donna's picture right on the front, bnar.org. Donna, I appreciate you taking time out this morning. Thanks so much for uh, an extremely informative segment.
2: Always a pleasure, Brenda. Thank you.
0: Thanks a lot. And our thanks to Jim Steliano for pushing all the buttons for us back at the station and to you for listening to Slice of Life. We'll see you next week live at 9 a.m. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.